Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1989 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people and pets overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments by following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at kingbio.com or find select products in your local health food, Ingalls, CVS, and Walgreens stores. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at kingbio.com. Kindle or Amazon.com. Welcome to the Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King on 880 The Revolution and 92.9. Good to have you back with us here in the new year as we continue on with this uh, New Year's resolution kind of theme, oh, Doc. Man, you know, in resolutions, you know, it's great to do resolutions in the new year for a new you. But really, it's about we should be making you know these kind of resolutions or is all should be a process of life that we can implement throughout the whole year. It's something we there's lots of wonderful ways we can make change and transformation that brings great benefit to our lives. And so we want to continue this New Year's resolution idea. And even if you okay here. Now we're hitting into uh, mid-January already. My, how quick it goes. And some of us may have already fallen. Does it, you know, my dad always said, if you fall, you know, just fall forward. You're going to gain six feet. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and you get back up. It's those that get back up don't fail. Falling doesn't make you a failure. It's not getting back up and moving forward is what can make us a failure. And so we don't want to stay where we've been. There's so much to grow into. There's so much opportunity for each and every one of us. There's so much about qualities of life that yet to be received, no matter what our age. And we talked last uh, week about how, you know, people over 50 years of age and how their failure rate was multiple times greater than those in their 20s. It's because we've defined ourselves as failures. We've, we've, we've made resolutions and not stuck with them so many times it's become a bad habit. It's not the way we need to have to be. You know, we can change. I don't care how many times we have failed. We can change that now. We have the opportunity, every one of us, I don't care how many times you failed, you have the opportunity right now to make it successful and start one step at a time. And we're going to walk through and one of the number, what we're going to talk about today is really all about how do we can make our diet work for us rather than against us. How okay. about that? That's a big, and, you know, yeah. it's a, one of the major, you know, failures, if you will, and the most common resolutions that people make is all about, you know, creating a diet in a sense to lose weight. And we're going to try to analyze some of the right attitudes and wrong attitudes of how to go about this and ways that we can make this actually a real success. We're going to be able to show you multiple factors where you will find uh, where what sabotaged you in the past and how to fix it 
That's the, you know, it's not like, you know, and again, it's about not defining ourselves as a failure in this scenario, but because you just, you failed perhaps in the past because you just didn't have all the tools and we're going to share with you the tools that's going to make the difference. And now you got, you're playing, going to be able to play with a full deck on this one and you're going to be able to fix the reasons why it failed. We all should live a wonderful, we have the opportunity to eat and, uh, and drink the best of quality of foods, you know, in ever. You know, yeah. we can think, you know, is the glass half full or is it half empty? And if you're focused on the empty side, you okay, there's no substance, there's no sustenance there for you. There's, uh, but if you're thinking about, oh, the glass is half full, now I got something I can consume, okay? Now I've got su- substance. Uh, and that is where we're going to talk about. We're going to show you substance today. We're going to show you how to make this work for you, where it becomes a change. And we're going to talk about how it comes a change where you it becomes your identity of how to eat well. Eating well, you know, is really what it's about. I don't even like the word diet. Let's change that right now, if we will, and say, okay, I'm not going to go, I say diet in the title, because that's what we all think about. But just think of the word, first of all, subconsciously, diet, you know, I'd rather go on a, how about a live it? I'm going to go on a food consumption, drink consumption that's going to give life to me, not death. Okay. I like it's that. It's not a diet. It's going to be a live it, and we're going to live it to the fullest. That is what we want to deal with. So we're going to change our whole attitude because there are a whole lot of subconscious factors, and we're going to go into those today okay. of how we can recognize those subconscious things that are working for us and build upon that, as well as recognize those subconscious factors that work against us. And we're going to show show you how you can fix those. And now, then, you know, and we talked earlier in previous shows about those five creative forces within us. And we're going to show you how you can apply your five created for creative forces to work for you rather than against you. The force may will be with you. Okay? That is really what's going to bring great success and give you the power to be able to be successful in living a great life. You know, forget about just, oh, I've got to lose 10, 20 pounds or whatever, you know, 100 pounds, whatever it is. And you know, believe me, we have a whole lot of people we've been successful with that have lost over 100 pounds. And, you know, so whatever, you know, the, it is, we're going to start by changing our whole attitude about living, you know, that's going to work for us rather than against us. And so, you know, with that, we're going to start in and what are some of the things that are most common uh, here? And uh, so, you know, of course, weight loss is one, but we really, it's kind of, you know, that's going to be a byproduct of what we're really going to be tapping into because it's going to be about eating better that's going to feed every portion of our being you know would we start eating better and drinking better don't you want to drink better <laughs> always <laughs> yeah <laughs> who was it that said um, you know he you know you know he was drunk and uh and the lady said sir 
you're drunk. He says, man, he says, ma'am, I have to tell you, I don't, I'm not, I don't drink anymore. And I don't drink any less. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I kind of remember who you got to tell me. I Anyone mean, out there? It sounds like Winston Churchill to me, <laughs> or Mark Twain. One. It was. I think it was somebody else. Yeah. I, I and I and I really have to help. You know, we can have to look it up. But if anyone out there can send in, and what is that? Uh, you know, we want some more dialogue from everyone out here Absolutely. in Radio Land. So, you know, we want, and we have an email address uh, as well that you can. You know, email us into with any questions you have, and we might even have a little prize for somebody who can tell me who who made that quote about, "Ma'am, I don't drink anymore, and I don't drink any less." <laughs> you can find that contact information at drkings.com, d r k i n g s dot com, and you can find out how to send in your. Uh uh, your answer to that yeah. trivia question and, there. And any questions or any interests sure. or whatever, please send them in. We'd love to be able to answer those specific questions out there for everyone as well. So uh, with this, we are going to be sharing about, you know, how to eat better. And it's about, uh, first and foremost, you know, I want to start at the top and work our way down. And it's about our taste buds. We have uh, ha, we have adulterated taste buds that we can fix this, and because we started out early in life on formula and different things and sweets and juices, lots of too much juices, sippy drinks, all these things, uh, and, and sugar. Sugar has been in our diet. It's in everything from the baby food uh, all the way through to you know all the food that's you know being advertised to our kids. Our kids uh, get uh, approximately 10,000 uh, hits, if you will, a day you know, of exposure to commercials about junk food. 10,000, 10, I'm sorry, did I say a day? I meant a year. And so 10,000 exposures of advertisements for junk food a year. Now, let's think about it. If we just are communicating, if let's say... We have two meals a day, okay, 365 days a year. You know, I mean, there's so many meals, we're often doing different things. But uh, so let's even say 300 days a year. 300 days a year, we have two meals with our kids. And we talked about health food, about eating well, and, and how to get the most out of life from our diets. Now, so 300 days times two, that's 600, right, impressions. Oh, gosh, that hasn't come close to 10,000 they're getting for exactly. the junk food. Exactly. 600 impressions versus 10,000? Uh, for junk food? Slickly produced impressions with the right keywords and songs and, and jingles images. and images. Exactly. Exactly. So much subconscious uh, you know, research goes into these things. And I still remember uh, tricks are for kids. The little <laughs> rabbit that jumps out of the box. Oh, there. cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Oh, and, yeah. you know, on and yeah. on. Do they still have those? I think so. Okay, I don't know if they have those kind of crazy commercials like I was exposed to in the oh gosh, fifties, yeah, sixties. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we are. You know, gosh, they still stick into our brains. They do. You know, we are a byproduct of commercialism. 
You know, we need to understand this and really help heal ourselves from all this commercialism that has gotten into us. And so, you know, it's probably a whole lot more commercialism than communism or whatever (laughs) else there is out there, you know, that's gotten into us. So So true. uh, We need to uh, really think about how we need to reprogram. We all need some reprogramming is why I'm saying this. We all need to be doing some positive reprogramming. And so we're going to talk about that today as well. The, uh, you know, so we want to take back our taste buds because we've been adulterated with way too much sweets. And that has created more sweet in our taste desire than what was really there. And so we want to be able, we can fix this about breaking the sugar habit. A lot of people think, and we've been told what I call the big fat lie, by the way. And that is that fats make us fat. Au contraire, research has proven that wrong. But you know, but there's so many companies that have made uh, billions and billions of dollars on adulterating the fat that we consume, all these trans fatty acids and, and uh, these adulterations in our fat system, and got us away from the real fat that we need. Eighty percent of our brain is fat. <laughs> so. We need to think, oh, wait, we need to make sure, you know, we make our hormones from fat. Fat is the precursors for us to make a balance of hormones to keep us thriving and full of energy and, and have, you know, have our brain functions, have our emotional functions. You know, these are so important, you know, that we need for our healthy, for a healthy lifestyle. Dementia is a, a natural fat deficiency. Tell you that right now, you know, okay? Too much uh, trans fatty acids, too much not. Oh, we're not eating real butter anymore, okay? We're eating all these adulterations that don't feed our brains, that don't feed our nervous system, don't feed our hormones, and we are now wonder why we're sick, why we're f- we're fatigued, and uh, can't remember something. Well, I can't remember. You remember what, whatever that was? Okay, yeah. I don't want to see. I want to say the word. Can't remember. You know, there's an S word in there. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, we're not right. going to say it on the air, right? I gotcha. Uh, and so, let's look at you know number one: change the big fat lie. Start getting back into some good fats and decrease sugar. Sugar is what really throws us out of balance the most. Uh, research proves this. And about eating real whole food, you know, when we eat real food. Okay, now you know whole foods, you know things that provides nutrients that refined foods cannot do. We have a saying that refineries are made for petroleum, not food. Okay, and so uh, we want to be looking, and when we can see all this refined food, you know that's when we need to start backing off. That's been changed so many times; our bodies can't deal with it. Real whole food is what's designed genetically for a real whole body, and so we need to get back to those basics. And when we don't, what's happening? We're missing a lot of nutrients, a lot of minerals, a lot of the rare minerals, even if we're not eating whole food, a good diversity of whole food, and when we're not doing that. What's happening is we will start crawling, you know, if we're deficient in these things, we will start craving food because we're not getting all the nutrients we need. Ah. We are basically, as a, as a nation, we are grossly overfed and undernourished. 
Think about that for a minute. Overfed and undernourished. We're way eating way too much calorie to train. We're trying to get all these nutrients that aren't there. So our body keeps craving more food. Wonder why we overeat? Because we're not eating real food. We're not eating a balance of whole food. And we're not getting all the nutrients. So the body's saying, I need more. We're hungry, looking for those complete balance of nutrients that we need to function optimally. Here we all start gaining weight. And and still, if we're you know if we're not eating the whole foods, we're not getting the whole nutrients that our bodies are starving for. So, good reason to eat whole food, and start really moving to a whole food based diet, and because there's so many minor nutrients that our bodies need, these micronutrients, these enzymes. It's not just vitamins and minerals that you get in a tablet, you know, one a day. Yeah, it's not just that. There's so many other micronutrients called phytonutrients and, and, and enzymes you know, that feed our neurotransmitters. And, and the only way we get these things is through eating whole, complete foods, naturally grown in good soils. It's getting the, the, the broad spectrum of these nutrients we need beyond, again, the one-a-day vitamin. Way deficient. That one-a-day vitamin has probably one-hundredth of the nutrients we need. Wow. One-hundredth. Okay. It's not just about vitamins and so all your basic minerals. No, no, no. Like I said, there's so many other things like those phytonutrients and enzymes uh, that we need into our body that you can't even get in an enzyme tablet. You know, it's because there's so many more enzymes. There's so many more things that were catalysts that create the balance of nutrients that are far beyond what we've been taught. So you're looking at uh, a serving of four cups of healthy vegetables and four cups of healthy fruit every day and a serving of yeah, protein. Yeah, it's your cups, you know, however, what's your cup size? <laughs> you yeah. Know, you know, it's, it's, it's really what fits you, right. and, and, you know, and, you know, and eating, you know, you know, if you're going to be eating meat, then I would recommend eating good natural meats, mm-hmm. uh, a balance of those meats. And those do have the good fats, by the way, you know, if they're grass fed. You know, not your commercial, you know, uh, commercial meats are not good for us. There's a lot of issues. They're eating a lot of GMO foods, not good, you know, and it creates adulterations in the meats. You know, so we need to be very careful. If you're going to, when we eat meats, we want to eat good, all natural, you preferably organic if we can get it, or natural grass fed, you know, so those are all keys. And, you know, it's been proven, you know, with pure grass-fed beef, for example, you're getting much more of the good fats. If you're, if you're eating, uh, you know, I prefer even wild foods. You know, I go to the wild foods because they provide things genetically that the domestic breeds cannot provide to us. You know, that's why we're such, we promote such things as bison and yak and wild boar and guatusi. And, you know, these wild foods, these are animals that survived the Ice Age. These are animals that have genetics that are uh, much more, you know, that provide more of the substance that we need that domestic breeds have been adulterated to such a degree. I mean, a dairy cow, average life, productive lifespan is two years. 
two years. We've bred them there. So they're so far out of balance, produce trying to push for producing so much milk that they have, you know, their longevity, their life is being robbed. And where a bison will live upwards of 45 years. Think about that. Why did the Native Americans live so long and, and under rough plains conditions? It's because they were eating wild food, you know, like bison. And where there's a comparison of the uh, Native American chiefs to the Civil War generals. And they found the Civil War generals were 40s and 50s. They were sick and dying. You know, heart heart disease and diabetes, and you know, you know, many 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 problems, and didn't live very long. And so yet these savages, <laughs> these Native Americans, uh, that were living in the wild, uh, were so much healthier, lived so much longer. There's your sign, you know. There's the test of time, and and so we want to take that kind of wisdom and apply it. And so when we start eating complete whole food, we won't be craving so much, you know, excessive food. We won't be overeating. And and we're going to talk about, you know, ways of how we can uh, bring this type of balance together. And also even the, 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 the what we're drinking is another thing, you know. So we want to get back to what our primary fluid that feeds us is and serves us the best. And that fluid is, do you have any clue what that fluid could be, Randy? That, should we leave that as a cliffhanger uh, to when we come back from the break? Let's do it. There's one fluid that we should be <laughs> drinking that's going to serve us many, many, many times greater than all the fluids we can find in the supermarket. And you probably have figured out the answer to that already. Please join us when we come back from the break as we continue our discussion with Dr. Frank King on how to make your diet work for you not against you on the healing revolution dr king's carolina bison bison meat has about half the calories of beef less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's progressive talk. Welcome back to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. And our topic today continues with the theme of the new year, how to make your diet work for you and not against you. And, Doc, we left him with a big <clears throat> cliffhanger. Yes, the fluid the, the fluid of choice. What is the fluid that nature has designed for us from the beginning of time? 
What is that fluid that actually will be the carrier through our body of all of our nutrients, all of our hormones, you know, all of our neurotransmitters? What is that carrier system that's working within us today, right now? Uh, What is that that really creates the balance uh, in our bodies, in our lives, you know, in our chemistry? Is it, uh, let me think, a diet soft drinks. Would that be it? Uh, about H2O. Oh, grand How about H2O? Yo, man, aren't you the chemist today? <laughs> Look at you. Uh, you know, that is a, a natural chemist. How about that? <laughs> there you you are a natural yeah. chemist. Yes. H2O. You know, the water boy said it well. Yes. You know, and... Uh, you know, so H2O, water, is it. You know, it is that, you know, the earth brings forth really clean, pure water through a spring. You know, and it comes up when it's been filtered through the earth and it's been, you know, mineralized just right through the earth. And then when it's ready, it's like Mother Earth gives birth, if you would, through to us this vital fluid that we need. To survive, you know, we can we can live without food for about sixty to sixty six days. That's quite a long time when you think about it. Yes, it is. You might not think, you know, before you die. All the starving people that starved themselves in prisons on strike, you know, that's about how far they live. Okay, uh, and you know that's a long time, but we can only live about three days. Without water. Three days. Three days. Three days. It's how important this vital fluid is. And you think, oh, well, my there's water in my diet, soft drinks. I read the label. You know, we got all this junk, 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 junk. Oh, it was water. There's water in here. It's one of the top ingredients. But it's but you know, when we adulterate the water, we change its effect upon a metabolism within our bodies. When we put lots of sugar or artificial sweeteners and, and other chemicals into the water, we, you know, the water is no longer able to do the good things it's designed to do for us. So we need good, healthy, pure spring water is what I recommend. Now, you can also, if you have to, you know, you don't buy spring water, get good filtered water from, you know, on your tap. If you have well water, I still recommend filtering it. But nothing brings the balance of the minerals and the good things to you as pure spring water. Not just body bottled water. The cheap bottled water is filtered water. doesn't have the balance of the minerals in there. And then they have something, I think, out there called smart water. Not really that smart, actually. It's filtered water where they put a few minerals in it, but not in the balance of minerals that we need. And that can throw us off balance over time. Mother Nature provides spring water, best water, you know, and I've studied water for over 40 years and thought, oh, maybe it's distilled water is the favorite. That really can leach minerals out of our body over time. And distilling alone, putting in a gaseous state, can still carry a lot of impurities that are gaseous, uh, you know, through the, the distillation process. So... We don't really distill, you know, you know, you know, distilled water is not even in nature, you know, it's not readily available to us, you know. So we need to think this out here of uh, look at the logic of spring water. 
So along with that, drink lots of water. There's a few tests you can do at home, by the way, you know, when we're going to do this. And one is uh, you can just pinch your skin on the back of your hand, grab a hunk of skin with your finger and thumb of your other hand and pinch it hard, hold it for about five seconds and let go and count one, two, three. If it lasts more than three seconds, see a little of the pinch still there in your skin, guess what? You're dehydrated. Okay. Another little test is you can wet your index finger or any finger you like to stick in your mouth. Okay. And rub it down the front, the top of your tongue. And you rub that down there. It should feel as slick as wet wax paper. If you get some wax paper out of your kitchen, you can rub it, rub it down there and go back on your tongue pretty far back where you don't choke yourself and rub forward on your tongue. If it feels a little bit rough to you, if it does, you're dehydrated. There's your sign. It should be, again, as smooth and slick as wet wax paper. Okay? Look at your tongue in the mirror. And you also see all those bumps and rough stuff. That's a sign you're dehydrated. So there's your signs, a few signs, you know, uh, if you know if you're dehydrated or not. I, I passed the test there while you were talking. I'm, I'm okay. I, know. I got a slick tongue. You sl- <laughs> I'm a slick, you're a slick tongue guy. I'm a slick talker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yes, you are, Randy. Uh, and you're a good guy, too. You, 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 you share sir. good you got good vibes. You share good things with people. Um, and, you know, what comes out, how we use our tongue, that's another thing that's you know, about true. life. That's you true. know, a lot of people can use their tongue for good or bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So true. And uh, so, you know, we that's another thing. Well, that's a, it'll be another show all in itself. <laughs> there okay, you go. There about, you go. You know, use your tongue for good. <laughs> uh, so, and there's a lot of good we can do with our tongue. Amen. Okay. That's... Uh, you know, the other thing, you know, along with this is how about what do we use? Salt is a big problem. Refined salt is something we want to change. They've refined that down. They take all the good stuff out of it and make it so you can make it pure and white and look good for it to us, right? Well, white, it's got to be good for us, right? It's pure. Not so, no, it's been adulterated, you know, and so you pure sea salt. Usually it's gray. You see some of the stuff that's been mined at sea salt. It's been trapped in the mountains from way back, prehistoric even, that, you know, it could be pink salt or mined salt. Um, and pink just means usually it has more iron and some other minerals in it too. But the average sea salt has about 80 or up maybe as much as like 84 different minerals in it. And the unique thing about these minerals, they are there, like ocean water, is has the balance of the same balance of minerals. And that is in the same proportions, if you will, of the minerals that we need in our body. Fascinating, isn't it? Yes, that is. We're all interconnected to, you know, mm-hmm. you know, planted, you know, from, from, from the earth, in a sense. Our mother knows best. How about that? Yeah. Mother Earth. In, a, in this scenario. Absolutely. And, you know, so we want to be aware of the value of the balance of our minerals, you know, to keep us healthy. I love going to the ocean and getting into salt water. You know, it's it's always been good and healthy for me. I love breathing salt air. And you know what? We all should, we should love eating salt, pure salt, you know, sea salt, 
you know, and we start, you know, and put sea salt in your diet and throw away all your refined salt. That's one of the health, best things you can do right today. And you getting the, and you can eat those. I've consistently lowered people's high blood pressure, putting them on a sea salt in, in their diet and no refined salt. I don't doubt it in the least because uh, about a year ago or maybe two since when I met you, I start, I took your advice and got rid of all the refined salt mm-hmm. in the house and started using sea salt. And uh, one of the biggest things that changed for me was when I eat out now, after been on the sea salt at home for two years, now when I go out, I taste a very harsh chemical salt immediately mm-hmm. upon the first bite mm-hmm. of food that comes from somewhere else that hasn't used mm-hmm. sea salt. Yes. That happened And you find yourself needing more water through, you know, after that meal at night. You find, boy, am I really thirsty? Gulp, 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 gulp. Because... Yeah. That refined salt has you know more of a detrimental effect. It is dehydrating us in a negative way, where the balanced salt will not have that dehydrating effect upon us. And what is accelerated aging, premature aging, if you will? It's dehydration. What's dehydration do? Look at a beautiful grape compared to a raisin. <laughs> okay, that's what it's doing to our bodies. If we uh, can really put it in a perspective here. Yeah. And so we you know with dried meat. You know, look, you know, look at fresh meat, and then you look at dried up meat, and it's all shriveled up. You know, if you want to be shriveled up, then I, c- I encourage you to eat uh, refined salt. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, so you know, eating salt is definitely uh, an important thing. And one thing also in the f- beginning of all this is chew, chew. Chew. My granddaddy. Oh, he used to say, slow down, son. You're, you're not chewing your food, you yeah. know. He was yeah. right, too. Yep. And for us as humans, now you might look at a dog and see that canine-like hunger, we call it, and you gulp it down. Yeah. But a dog has a, you know, a digestive system that's a bit different than ours, okay? <laughs> and so... We want to be, we are more balanced between we are a little bit of carnivore in us and there's also herbivore in us, and we need to chew. And there's something unique in this saliva that is so important for us, and that is it has uh, not only the first stages of digestion to help us, which is important, and my, you know, I was, my parents tried, you know, we, we gulped our food on the farm just to get back out and go to work. But we learned, you know, to you know, as I learned nutrition and understood this better, it was about chewing until it turns liquid in our mouth. You know what? You get so much more flavor if you slow down, eat slower, enjoy the company, enjoy the conversation, enjoy the chewing. You know, and that the more you chew, it's kind of like fine wine. Ooh, that aftertaste is you know that you know that mid-level tastes. The, you know, you experience the flavors through the chewing process that is so vital. And when you do that. Not only are you breaking your food down by masticating it, but it, and the enzymes of the tylen that's in and other enzymes that's in your saliva. But there's here's the most important thing. The most important thing that is in our saliva is something called messenger RNA. Hmm, what's that? Yeah, what is that, Doc? Uh, messenger RNA is where your brain you 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 actually sends this and programs this into the saliva. These, you know, if you need vitamin D, E, oh, sorry, well, no, if you need some vitamin E, 
and it needs to go to your hip joints more, okay? And then it'll program it, and the messenger will tag onto that vitamin E and send it to your hip joints. Hmm. So to, to heal and to keep your body in balance or homeostasis. Now, oh, your eyes need a little more of that beta carotene, vitamin A, types of certain specific types of vitamin A. It'll tag to those types and stages of vitamin A and take them to your eyes where they're needed more right now. Oh, my prostate needs more zinc. How am I going to get more zinc to my prostate? Hmm. Okay, chew my food longer. It'll tag that zinc and get it to my prostate where it needs to be to keep my prostate healthier. That's amazing. Is that something? That is amazing. Okay, so that's why we need to chew and and chew well and eat what? Whole foods? Whole, you know, so important. Whole foods has these more vitamin E that we need, the type of E. You know, most supplements only have one form of D-alpha tocopherol E, but there's seven fractions to make up the complete E that we need in our body. And the only way you get those seven fractions is eating whole foods. The supplements, the one a day does not have that. Sorry, you're out. So that's think about that, how important it is to chew to get that messenger RNA to tag those nutrients and get those nutrients in the form that they're needed to the place they're needed in our bodies. And so, oh, our lungs need some more vitamin C to, you know, to help us breathe better, to help us you know, to prevent that inflammation from manifesting in our lungs, to prevent the uh, asthma from manifesting, to prevent the chronic pulmonary obstruction issues, you know, that are going on, you know, prevent that cold from catching, getting into our bodies. Okay. And all these factors, get the messenger RNA, get the nutrients where they need to be in our body in the right uh, uh, chemical makeup and in the right portions to feed and keep our bodies in that perfect balance of homeostasis. Uh, another thing to do is eat the rainbow. What's that mean? You know, yeah. I'd like to find the end of that rainbow. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, eat the rainbow it is eat the full color spectrum of foods. And when you start and when you shop, when you shop in a store, go around the outer aisles. It's where you're going to find all the really fresh, good stuff. Okay, now there's the organic aisle in the middle, and all that could be very good, and all that, and for packaged versions of certain things. But a lot of that inner aisles are full of traps and goblins that will come and grab you and say, "Hey, psst, get the marshmallows," you know. <laughs> so you want to watch those guys. They're they're hanging out. There's little they spirits are. in there. They'll come whisper in your ear when you're walking around looking at things, and uh, so stay away from those. Go in and get into real whole foods and, and try diversity. The average person, guess how many different types of foods they eat? Oh, this is going to be good, I sh I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, diversity. How many, how many, you know, it's sad to think, you know, there's thousands of varieties of foods on this planet Earth. Yeah. The average person eats 20 different foods. Wow. In a week, you know, in a week's time, 20 different foods. They're really cutting ourselves short here. There's so much more to be enjoyed and appreciated. And not only for the flavors, you know, and the diversity, but for, 
you know, getting all the nutrients that we need. And, you know, so we have an option here. We can buy so much of this diversity of food in the stores today, you know, that are good, whole, natural foods. And so that's one of the benefits of the modern era. I think, oh, it's all bad because it's all been chemical and da-da-da. But there's good sides to, you know, modernization. And so we want to find that's the glass that's half full. We have opportunities where you can eat buy pretty much any type of organic food you want any day of the week in, in you know, going to the right stores. Um, the, you know, so thinking food is our medicine and it creates positive gene, whole foods create positive gene expressions in our body. So we can change our genes and they're how they express themselves. We eat junk food, it creates negative gene expressions that leads us to disease. That's the real breakthrough in epigenomics or epigenetics. Genomics is the sum total of all the genetics going on. And so we want to eat the whole foods that will give us the healthy gene expressions and it can change, literally change our genes. <laughs> How about that? That is amazing, From the too. inside out. Yeah. And uh, so the, I'm tapping in here um, along with this. Now, you know, if you can raise some of your food, oh, it's always a good thing to do, you know, and get involved. If you're in the country and you can raise some chickens or guineas or, you know, quail or whatever it might be, you know, you know I encourage people to get involved with that and get the best eggs you can get, you know. Uh, you know, one of those little tiny quail eggs has more nutrition in it than a full large chicken egg, by the way. I didn't know that. You know, talk about the difference between wild versus domestic breeds. Good point. You know, a lot to, it brings a lot of benefits to us. Uh, oh, my. So we're really shifting again from, you know, we want to personalize our diets. A lot of times you'll find by changing your diet, I'm going to do a little experiment. I'm going to stop and I'm not going to eat any GMO foods. I'm going to learn about this. I'm going to try this. See how that does. Let me give it a shot for a few weeks even. 21 days is all it takes to really – and most people will notice the difference in two or three or four days. So, you know, very much, you know, a powerful, wonderful thing. Uh, you might think, oh, man, uh, maybe I'll go gluten-free for a while. Maybe I've had just some di- digestive damage, which we all have, to, so we're just living in a 21st century. And let's try tra- you know, doing some things, take some stress off of our bodies. Obviously, the, you know, so go, try gluten-free and see what you do. You know, you don't have to be full celiac disease to think gluten-free. You know, there's all love, many, many levels of gluten sensitivity going on in all pe- you know, people. And so we want to be able to just test and try and test these things. And you'll know more so than what, you know, lab tests can even tell you. And so for sure, go just do sugar-free for three, three weeks and watch the difference of how you feel. Wow. When I say sugar, I mean also go artificial sweetener free too. Man, if you do that for three weeks, you're going to go, wow, I never knew I felt so. I could, I never, wow, this is amazing. You will get such feedback and you'll know, you know, you might find that, oh, I went gluten free and, oh, okay, that didn't really change anything. Well, good. You don't have to worry about gluten, but a lot of people do. A lot of people do. That's a big buzzword in our society right now. And, uh, of course, uh, these tips that Dr. King is giving us are all available at drkings.com, the website, drkings.com. Dr. King, let's take a final break here and come back and wrap up how to make your diet work for you and not against you. 
Dr. King's natural pet homeopathic medicines offer simple, safe, and smart relief for various dog and cat ailments. Giving pets medicine is often challenging, but tricks and treats and traps are no longer necessary. Dr. King's natural pet solves the problem with taste-free, pure, water-based medicines. Simply pour a half-measuring teaspoon into your pet's water bowl once a day. Your pet will drink the appropriate amount of medicine for its size. Simple. As a plus, homeopathic medicines have no recorded negative side effects. They're safe. Visit kingbio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing pet products. It's very smart. This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's progressive talk. You're listening to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King on 880 The Revolution 92.9 as the resolutions continue here on The Healing Revolution. Today we're talking about how your diet can work for you and not against you. Well said. And, you know, one thing too, uh, two things I want to add to this, and then we're going to get into how to do some things internally to give you the power to make these changes and to see the fruit in your lives, in your family's lives, in your friends' lives. You know, see how you can, how big this is to take your quality of your life to a whole new level. And, you know, we all want to live a long and prosperous life, a healthy life. We want to live in health and even die in health. Is that a concept? That used to be common if we were in, in, you know, 100 years ago, 50, you know, 60 years ago. You know, my grandparents died in health. I was, you know, that's really was amazing. I remember my grandmother uh, in hearing the story from my parents that we they had a family picnic. And she actually died before I was even born, but she was already up in her uh, 90s. And I was born very late, by the way. You know, that's kind of runs in my family, uh, this longevity kind of having, you know, being having babies in your uh 40s and 50s, <laughs> you know, so, you know. Hey, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, yes, we should be pro. That's another sign of good health, by the way. Your procreation desires mm-hmm. do not stop. When you're healthy and truly in balance, all you find procreation. Keeps you know, on going, And I huh? believe me, I, how do I know this? I'm only 60, I'll be 65 this year. And, but I've worked with enough patients and I had some 90-some-year-olds, and we worked with them. And as we brought them back into their balance, okay, that one of the things that I hear from both the men and the women back was, hey, we thought we were over with this stuff. But, you know, <laughs> now, you know, is this normal? What are you, what are you giving me, Doc? Yeah, and, uh, you know, and they, you know, they found that they're – Desire, their sexual desire came back. And it came back in ways that they were very pleased. That's so, great. you know, there's hope. If there's out there, if there's a way, maybe that could be a motivation, motivating force for some that, you know, just to add to that. But I want to say when we do make these changes, we try to do it as a family, try to get the family on board. Doing it as a community, even with friends, too, is always good. People that do things as a group are are twice as successful. Twice as successful 
as those that try to do these kind of changes alone. That support network is invaluable. Community, okay, as we hear the term used a lot today. We want to have that uh, community support effort because we are social beings and we need that social network. And so I want to encourage it, but also not to be nagging, you know, not to, oh, you, I made the change. You know, you need to do this. You got to do. There's ways to go about this in, a, in as an example. And you can share in ways that you start, when you start to experience the change and experience the difference and people see your energy coming back, see your spark coming back, seeing that twinkle in your eyes, seeing those rosy cheeks and the ho, ho, ho. And they'll see that Santa Claus and you come out, <laughs> you know, and they'll see that something special. You know, I remember when Harry met Sally, I, I want what she's having. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a good okay. line, a great All line. Right. You want to hear people. People start saying that about you when you start making these changes. They're saying, you know, I watched, you know, people in our office, they see, you know what? Dr. King's never sick. You know, I never have a sick day. You know, it's because, you know, when they see the fruit in your life, that speaks louder than what you're trying to tell or talk people into. So, you know, share it in a positive way, but don't be a nagger. Okay, about these kind of things, because that can always work against you from your friends to your even your children or grandchildren. So, you know, make it inspirational, make it a positive thing. Now, let's go into something that I f- am most excited about. If you th- think I was excited about what I've been talking about <laughs> is, okay, and that is how to awaken our five creative forces in relating to our diet and drink. Okay, uh, you know it's been hard for a lot of people, you know, to get off those diet sodas. Yeah. But you know what? Amazing. Once they do, they said, "Oh, you know." And and there was one that said, oh, "Well, I still need to drink soda." I said, "Okay, go ahead." And you know, this patient of mine was, she went from diet sodas back to regular sodas, sugar sodas, and she says, "Oh, I can't stay in the taste of the sugar sodas." And but as she started doing that. Then all of a sudden, she's drinking the sugar sodas for a few weeks. Now she went back. She tried to, oh, I'm going to try the diet soda again. Oh, now I can't stand the diet soda, you know, and because that's how we change our taste buds, okay? We think we love that diet soda taste until we get away from it. And then all of a sudden, we realize, oh, that was that's kind of bitter and just I don't really like it. And it has this funky taste in my mouth. And so we can change our taste buds. We want to tap into the five creative forces. Again, let's go over those real quick. We talked about them in previous shows. One is, you know, you start with your little finger. It's the best way to remember them. Your little finger is your will. You find when you start doing this, you don't need as much will as you, you think you need because when you get all five creative forces, that supports the little finger over here, the will. Okay. The next one is, you know, your ring finger. I think of this as your marriage finger, perhaps, or your love finger, your 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 emotions or emotions. We put an emo into motion. You know, emotions put us into motion, and and you know, we can. It's our love, our peace, our joy, our passions for life. You know, and then there's the vision. You got to have a vision for it. You got to have the fourth, okay. Vision, by the way, is your longest finger. It points, to, you know, it's it, it, it's it's the lead. It leads us to the in the right direction. And then, um, 
your belief systems, your pointing finger. Your index finger. Yes. And you've got to have the right beliefs. If you don't believe in eating healthy and there's a reason for whole foods, you're not going to stick with it. You know, uh, and it does, you don't get the logic. And then the, f- the fifth one is your thumb that touches all. It's like all the other fingers. It's the sum total. It's your identity. It's your self-image. And when you see yourself as I'm a whole being, that I eat whole food and I feed my whole being and it becomes a part of me, it's in my vision, you know, it's in my belief systems, it's in my emotions, it's in my will, it's going to be working. It's you. You are it. You don't have to struggle to stay on a whole diet. You, you are it. You become the change, okay? So well, you can tap, use, look in the book, The Healing Revolution. We talk about these nutritional things that I shared with you today in the book uh, in more detail, The Healing Revolution. But then you can also look at the tapping techniques where you tap and say positive affirmations, probably just by looking at these five creative forces, which ones might not be working for you. But if you want to even tap into the on, you can tap all of them, even if you don't, not, you don't think that's me. Because some stuff is subconscious. And so, you know, and you can correct even the subconscious as well as the conscious things that you're aware of. And you tap and say these positive affirmations while you tap these points, acupuncture points that are on your head uh, and, and face. And, and some are also on your chest. And you can tap those points and you program those where they become part of you. You can, you know, you can't just do it by will alone. And so you get all five creative forces working for you. There's really nothing that can work against you. Thank you, Dr. King. Be sure to check out the website, drkings.com, for more information on these and other topics on the healing revolution. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a tireless passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to kingbio.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting kingbio.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter and join the healing revolution. With a warning, a revolution never sends you an omen. A revolution just arrived like the morning. Bring the alarm, we come to wake up the snoring.